SHW. This is our wrestling. This is insane what we're seeing right now. We're going out tonight. It's been a long, long time. Make sure I look just right. Going down. Heads up, heads up. Here comes the spread. Oh, hail the queen. Another spear. Will it be enough? No, not, not this like way. This. Not like Come this. On. No. This is just bedlam right now. Hey, hey, hey. What is going on here? You've got to be kidding me. Holy cow. And now, the voices of SHW, Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW podcast. This is our wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield alongside GB Gerard Bonner and the lovely Diana Michelle. How are we doing? Coming off of a holiday weekend, so we took a week off. The Easter weekend, mm-hmm. we're back. Uh, everybody had a big Easter, I presume. How, did, how is everybody? How y'all doing? Man, it's good to be back. I missed you guys. I always yeah. do, and I don't get to see you, but it feels like I haven't really seen you. And I know we were all busy. We didn't talk as much this week, but I did. We missed y'all. Oh, and I've missed you guys. It's very weird. People don't understand. Like, if we go a day without talking, it's it weird. feels long. So to go, right. like, three or four, it's yeah. like, wait, what's going on here? Like, somebody say something. This hey, hey, weird. hey. What hey, is going is. on here? What is going on here? <laughs> exactly. Sorry for gimmick infringement. My apologies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's great to be back with you guys. Uh, a very busy Easter weekend for sure and yes. all that jazz. You know, I had something for the first time on Easter Sunday. We actually had lamb, not Gary lamb. We actually <laughs> ate lamb. Oh God, that sounded weird. Anyway, we all, oh, never mind. It was uh, nothing. There's nothing I can say to so come I, back from that. Like, I've had it. Have you ever had uh, Greek food like a, uh, um, like a gyro? So I have, but Did I have lamb or no? Been, I don't think the one that I had actually had lamb in it. Okay. But this was like part of a, a rack of lamb, you know. Okay. Lamb and chop? Like a lamb? lamb yeah, it was like lamb chop. Yeah. Yeah, you know? those are good. It was very good. I had yeah. never had it before. And I was like, oh, all right, okay. It's really good. Happy Easter. You can't think about it, but yeah. y'all sacrificed a lamb for real. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, the lamb was slain. And there the lamb go. was slain. So there we go. You sacrificed the lamb. We sacrificed the ham. Oh, nice. <laughs> Diana, what'd, you, what'd y'all have? <laughs> we had good old yard bird, buddy. So oh, there you yeah. go. There you go. That's the bird that died for us all. Hey. Absolutely. As our, as our pal Hanson might say, not my chicken, <laughs> not my problem. There it is. I'm not right. Hanson has no idea how he completely changed our vernacular with that interview. He has no idea. We, we've been using it ever since. When, when was Everywhere. he on? Everywhere. Like two or three weeks ago, right? And, yeah. And, and with every situation, we're always like, oh, not my chicken. Not my chicken, not my, chicken. Not my fight. Nope. <laughs> Thank you, Hanson. Golly. Oh, man, it's fun to I, think two years ago, I never thought I'd be thanking Hanson for anything. So <laughs> shout out to you, Hanson. He, he's grown on us so well. He has. And yes. here we are. Here we are two years later. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, uh, I was telling you guys earlier this week, uh, coming off of the, because it was kind of a three-day weekend. I got off early last Friday, went home nice. to my parents. Uh, they live in Tucker. And then all the family was over over the weekend. <laughs> and I said, God bless you folks that have kids. I don't know how, I don't know how you do it. 
I'm around them for a couple of days and it's like, it's a literal tornado that comes through the house when you have like mm-hmm. six young nieces and nephews mm-hmm. that all just want to play and scream and yell and jump on you. And mm-hmm. I love them to death. Mm-hmm. But after a few minutes or after a few hours, I'm just kind of like, here you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take mm-hmm. them back. <laughs> and I'm good. And I'm good. So I love them. And we had a great time. A lot of family time. Good practice. Right? So, you know. There it is. Or there good uh, birth control. <laughs> that too. I'm I mean, <laughs> you ain't lying. But hey, anyways, I love. I mean, we had we had fun. Wrong, we, yeah, so. we had a, we had a lot of fun, and uh, I was let's just say I needed a weekend from the weekend. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally understand that. Totally understand. Absolutely. that. Oh, nice tie, by the way. Oh, it was thanks. a little short. So that was oh, that's yeah. <laughs> my nephew Luke's. This is the second year in a row. So last year he actually wore it to the to the event, pose for pictures, and then he got hot and he took it off, and I ended up wearing it. Well, this year, he's at the age now where he's, like, too cool for stuff, right? Mm. Oh. So my sister brought it for him, but he's too cool to wear the he, – he actually said, I'll be embarrassed if I wear this. And so I said, well, I won't, and I put it on, <laughs> and then I posed for all the pictures, and he would just, like, give me a stink face. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but he's at that age, you know. He, y'all, y'all both have kids. Y'all know how it is. They yeah. get to an age where they're just too cool for stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's been my uh, – the last two Easters, it's been my dinosaur tie that's about three sizes too short. But uh, hilarious. Funny. I had to look. I was like, is he yeah. really wearing that? What? <laughs> right. Did he really hey, – Don't tell anybody, but it was a clip-on. <laughs> oh wow Something told me that was yeah. it had to have been but it had dinosaurs on it so that oh, made it cool that Fair is enough cool. you should wear enough. that every year maybe i'll wear it to an shw show I mean, why it's not i'm always That's looking cool. for a new you know new blazers new ties got it i'm trying it to keep is. up in style with gb so <laughs> a clip-on dinosaur tie. i'll just say i am cooking up something That's all. oh, well, oh that, now that folks so that, good, like, We'll that's a that. teaser yeah that is a teaser folks we, yeah that's it that's Ooh. a teaser but we we did not even plan our our outfits uh last uh last show and it l- literally looked like we were a singing group or something we well, well y'all good. were y'all were matching with the green i didn't get the green memo but you no, had but the, you blue, the blue and i had the green and blue jacket and that's i all. didn't realize it until i yeah. saw the picture and i was like we yeah. look Diana's yeah. out there looking like Jade Cargill with that green, the money right. green. I, I was like, the, okay. I love the green. I wasn't going to dye my hair, but I love the green. Yeah, it looks great. It's it looks good. Great. The most organic faction in pro wrestling, V3. <laughs> right. Remember That's that. Right. We don't even try. It just, it's just we happens. don't even try. There it is. <laughs> but uh, hey, since we're talking about the last show, SHW 38, uh, and we took last week off for the Easter holiday weekend. Uh, now we can get into kind of recapping and going over everything that happened uh, a couple Fridays ago, which um, mm-hmm. was a wild, wild night, as most shows tend to be. Um, yes. And I guess we'll just kind of go in order here, go down the list of everything that went down. But uh, we had that first match. It was Carly Bravo coming out against a newcomer to SHW, Nogicism, mm-hmm. who I've seen a lot of stuff from Nogicism online, but I've never seen him in person. And of course, he right. just got back into the wrestling scene in 2021 after several years off due to some yeah. personal stuff. So I think he had a car wreck at one point and dealing with injuries. But when he came <laughs> back, I mean, hotter than ever. And we thought right away, we we're like, well, Carly, you know, he's talking about the Carly Bravo show taking over SHW. 
but he's going to have his hands full here with Nodgesism. But, man, what a great match to kick things off, I thought. I mean, I'm with you. I, I had not seen Nodgesism in person. I've heard a lot about him. I saw a few, you know, clips here and there before the show. But I was really looking forward to that match. And it did not disappoint. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better opener or any time of the show for that match would have been great and did you check out carly's cbs carly bravo show sure did. Or, sure and did. it had the shw or the mm-hmm. sh on it mm-hmm. i got to get one hey carly yeah i'm just i'm just gonna put this out there and just to you guys so nobody else everybody else cover your ears but carly right. said he'd hook us up with one of those shirts so mm-hmm. i'm gonna need to get that mm-hmm. i don't have a carly bravo problem i don't know about everybody else no, nope. but I'd wear that. Nope. I think we have a Carly Bravo solution, the true CBS. And so with that said, man, what a great <laughs> match. And amid all of it, it's his first official singles win in an SHW ring, that being Carly Bravo. So that is exciting to see. With that said, man, I definitely want to see Nodicism back. I, I yes. think he won the crowd over very fast. You know, I don't know. Maybe people do get that it's often hard to win over the SHW crowd on your first time out. And so he did it, though, with just incredible moves, great charisma. Uh, It was a fantastic match. I mean, I found nothing wrong with it. And again, we can't get too much Carly Bravo, and it seems like he's the mainstay now, and I'm very happy about that. Yes, it feels like we're going to get just enough to tide us over, and then he might be poof. Might be moving on up. And well, I don't know how I'm going to be able to take it. Something like an addiction. And then you don't have it as much. And I don't know. I mean, I'm speaking it into existence. But at the same time, I'll be, I'll be missing it. You know? He just got here. Well, here's the thing that's kind of it, – it's, it's kind of a, a double-edged sword. Because it, yeah. you, you want them to be here and you want to see them grow. But then sometimes they're so talented that they get called up to wherever right. they go like quicker than you than you would hope and then so you're happy for them but you're also sad because you don't get to see them on a local level at our shows anymore so like for instance austin theory or excuse me theory theory is getting pushed to the moon right now i mean you saw him right. at wrestlemania you saw he just won the uh, u.s title uh mm-hmm. beat finn balor uh, earlier this week and mm-hmm. so there's a guy that was on uh, a few of our very very early shows yeah and we were just getting the a good taste of him. Like, this guy's awesome. This guy's awesome. But then the thing is, mm-hmm. boom, then he's gone. He hit yeah, Evolve. Right. He hit NXT. Then next thing mm-hmm. you know, he's at WrestleMania. Yeah. In the ring, uh, taking a stunner. You know, in right. the ring. Right. Man, you know. And, Huge. At WrestleMania. Yeah. And so, you just never know. I mean, okay, yeah. Alan Angels, one of our mm-hmm. early, early SHW champions. Yeah. Who's a prominent part of uh, the Dark Order. You know, and has been on SAR, AEW since the early days of AEW. So, sure. you know, guys like that, that it's it's so cool to see them in our promotion. Yeah. It is also yeah. very cool to see them succeed and, yeah. and farther. But at the same time, you selfishly kind of miss them. And you're like, oh, I wish they were back at our yeah, shows every month. But it is what it is. Got to savor those moments, you know, we, that those little you know moments that we have with them you know and and, and i'm not trying to start rumors that oh hey carly's being caught up you for just God's did, sakes. <laughs> i'm just saying you just i'm did. seeing it happen i'm just <laughs> not gonna say that it's happened so don't 
don't misconstrue my words because I'll come at you. But, <laughs> I love but it. still, I mean, it, it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna happen sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think that is the beauty of SHW. The beauty yes. of SHW is where you are seeing stars being born and they are stars that are going to shine on other stages. And right. to me, it's kind of like, you know, watching the homegrown talent, you know, wow. end up on, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, voices, <laughs> Randy Orton, where are you? <laughs> you know, it's, it's literally like the homegrown talent and then you end up seeing them on the Grammys or playing for the NBA or something like that. And right. you can go, hey, I saw them, then and and quite frankly we get the advantage that the rest of the country doesn't get the rest of the country gets to see them in the bright lights we can say no nah, we remember so to me i get excited for instance you know everybody's making all of this noise about uh last week's big debut on aew dynamite of satinum sing right but brandon and i can say well we've called some Satnam Singh matches and we can say we've called some Jade Cargill matches and some other names, which let me not name drop. The point is we, cause it started to do that. Um, we, you, you know, uh, it's why we're the voices. So it, it is, it is just one of these spaces where this is why you can't afford to, huh? Wait, 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 look, boom, back there. Yeah. Oh, uh -huh. I'm sorry. I was just, my bad. I was... I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, um, but, but this is why you can't afford to miss, a show from SHW because you right. don't know what talent's going to come through <clears throat> and you don't know what talent is going to end up getting picked up recently. You know, last year, Ben Buchanan made his way and now he's, you know, they just fought for the tag titles in NXT last week. So these are the kinds of things that are being produced by SHW. All the more reason why you got to get to the shows because you just don't know the next big name that's going to end up on cable television. Thanks to Could be one of these. Could be <laughs> one of these voices, which you can get this wonderful t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash shwpod. Yes, there you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. But she's right. It could be one or all three of us coming to Could've a television been. network near you. You just never know, folks. And the thing is, we're, you know, we're showing all this love to Carly, which he deserves it. But it not just Carly. I mean, it could be any number of yeah. roster members from SHW. That's how stacked Absolutely. the roster is. Um, we say it all the time. Like every single card we put out for every show, we look at it and go, wow. Like how do we, how do we make this stack card every single show? Like props, right. props to the management team. But mm -hmm. it's just it, a lot of that has to do with the stacked roster. I mean, yeah. it's just some great, great talent in that roster. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of which a guy that was there since day one at SHW in the very first match against one mm -hmm. AC Mag, that being Jordan Kingsley. Mm -hmm. He is our uh, second match of the night. He took on Adrian Hawkins. Mm -hmm. uh, Adrian Hawkins making his uh, singles debut at yes. SHW. Of course, mm -hmm. uh, a member of the Approved who have had some tag team matches, but this was his first time in solo action. And, um, oh, before I get too far into it, though, now Carly mm -hmm. – uh, now re refresh me my, my my memory here was like he was going after nodicism and then jordan ran in mm -hmm. and then that coincided with jordan's match coming up next correct mm -hmm. and that also coincided with all of a sudden we look over and carly is joining us at the commentary mm -hmm. booth which, hey man, uh, many talents yeah uh so anyways what'd you guys think of this match it was uh jordan and adrian 
in uh, singles action. Then, of course, GB, you can touch on what you thought of Carly in the booth with us. For sure. Yeah. Well, you guys know I have no love loss with anything approved, especially when it comes to the approved. But I did kind of step out of that mindset, and I gave Hawkins a fair shake in my mind. He didn't disappoint either. I mean, he, he is a very talented wrestler. He, he knows what he's doing in the ring. Of course, he's, he's been trained by Jimmy Ray, and, it, and it's cool. Um, Jordan Sean, though, I mean, it, I, I was saying before, it, he had to do something. He had to have a moment. He had to shine. And I really felt like he did that in this past show. I think he really stepped out and was able to be the Jordan we know him to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. You know, we, we said at the last show, uh, the show prior to this, which would be 36, that Jordan Kingsley really needed to do something to stand out. Here it is. He's been winning matches all year but we end up talking more about the person he faced than him, you know, such right. as the case of Carly Bravo. In this particular case, he did something interesting because he bested both Adrian Hawkins and some interference from Carly Bravo to get a win, which it's hard, hard to outsmart two people in a situation like that. So right. props to him. And I think we are certainly moving towards another meeting between Jordan Kingsley and Carly Bravo. Uh, oh, yeah. And I think this one's going to feel a bit different. I think Jordan is really starting to get some confidence. Again, mm -hmm. he's been undefeated in 2022. And on the heels of the crazy 2021 he had, he's needed these wins to really start to build some things up for him. So kudos to Jordan Kingsley and a great showing by Adrian Hawkins. I think Kingsley is uh, really looking to do some big things this year. Yeah, yeah we talked yeah. about this maybe being a breakout year with Carly Bravo. And, uh, but it could very well be a, a breakout year for Jordan Kingsley. Now, Jordan Kingsley yeah. has been, like I said, been in SHW since day one. Carly still, you know, coming off his rookie year in the, mm -hmm. in the business as a whole. Um, right. And then just coming into SHW recently. Uh, but, you know, don't, you know, don't forget about Jordan Kingsley, the Nightwalker. I mean, he's, mm -hmm. he's been around the block a few times. He's tasted, he's, he sniffed the SHW tag team titles. Right. Uh, a, a couple times um and then early on in the in the very first uh very first show had a chance at the shw title so you know uh i i and i hope nothing but the best for him we we talked to him backstage all the time great great guy um mm -hmm. and just so athletic so fun to watch but yeah man if he could just keep focused and uh and stay on the right track here this could be a big year for him so we shall see. And of course, Carly did join us in the in the booth for that one and uh, didn't have great things to say about Jordan. But, uh, you know, like you said, GB, I think that's not the end of that little uh, feud right there. Not at all. And I think now that it seems like Carly is a full part of the roster, mm -hmm. I think we've got an interesting situation on our hands if those two ever end up in the ring again together. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But how was commentary? I don't get to hear that. Ah, well, well, well hopefully, hit, hopefully it'll be yes. on IWTV before too long yeah. and, right. uh, and you can check it out there. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Car Carly's Carly, great. Yeah, he's a man of many, many talents. And, mm -hmm. and we know this because uh, we, we've seen him, you know. Well, he was on the podcast as well as a talk. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so we know, he, uh, you know, he comes from hip hop. He's a rapper. He's, you know, and just got away with words. And yeah, he's yeah. a talker. So, I mean, he, yeah. he fit right in. <laughs> and so sure did. didn't miss sure a beat did. at the commentary booth. So, um, 
But anyways, yeah, uh, moving down the list, we had match number three. Now, this is where things kind of took a turn for the night. Uh, things seemed to be going okay as far as the commentary booth was going. Um, we, had a, we had a debut here, an SHW debut for Nick Halen. Uh, now, he's been around a long time. Of course, you saw him, the, the gear he was wearing was the approved gear, so he's got an affiliation outside of SHW with the guys from the approved. Uh, he came in here in solo action, singles action against the priest of punishment, Judas. Now, th these guys know each other from other places. They've wrestled each other before. They know each other well. Um, Nick Halen actually put up more of a fight than I expected. Uh, but Judas, you know, obviously came out on top and looked very dominant as uh, we would expect. Now, we said prior to this, even on the pre-show, that now – this night, Judas and Cyrus are in the same building. And that's been one of those things, GB, you always say, ships passing in the night. Like, mm -hmm. there was a, they've had a match lined up several months back, and then the, mm -hmm. one guy couldn't show up for various reasons, and then the other guy couldn't show up and whatever. So this was the, finally the first night we had both guys in the same building. We knew something was going to happen. Mm -hmm. We just didn't know when. Right. Perhaps it might be in the main event, because Cyrus mm -hmm. was going to be in the main event later in the night. Um, was Cyrus going to come out during Judas's match? We didn't know. What we do know is that after Judas beat Nick Halen, and, and GB, before I get to this, let me just go ahead and apologize to you because, and we've been through this before. I didn't, sta I didn't, I didn't step up for you, and I apologize. And in this picture that get po that got posted, and in, in fact, I'm going to use the picture. I just decided right now. I'm going to use the picture as a thumbnail mm -hmm. for this episode. <laughs> I have been called out numerous times mm -hmm. by people saying, oh, look at homeboy there just uh, shopping on Amazon while GB's <laughs> getting attacked by this monster. And I will say that the picture does look bad for, uh, at me. Like, it makes me look like, okay, I'm just over on the computer. GB's got, you know, uh, Judas grabbing him like, by the Oh, shirt. he's not going to get me. Okay, so uh, good luck. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing, though. That was like an instant that that picture was snapped. Because I was not doing that the whole time. I'm pretty sure I immediately was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, my apologies. It all happened so fast. I, you know, I'm glad I was wearing my dark pants that night. Um, let's just put it that way. <laughs> and uh, anyways, Judas, if you haven't seen the video yet, you, you'll see it when it hits IWTV. But Judas approached the table after his match and <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Demanded. Did he GB, Cyrus? Well, GB took his headset off because we thought he was going to have something to say. So we were going to get, you know, GB was going to give him the headset and to say his piece. <laughs> he said, you put that headset back on. And then he grabbed you by the scruff of the shirt. And, and what just, what was going through your mind there, GB? What was My life. <laughs> yeah. My I whole think, life. I think I even said to you right after, I was like, even I could see your life flashing before your eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, be, because, you know, when he usually comes out to the ring, I try not to make eye contact with him. I say, it every, he, I say it every show. Don't make eye contact. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. He always stares a hole through me like I owe him money or something. And I don't. Like, I've never talked to the man. Like, he's frightening to me. I wondered if you guys had some sort of bet that you lost or something. You owed him something. I didn't know what No, nope. no. I can't say we've ever said two words to each other. Did you Outside talk about of or something? What's that? 
You talk about his mom or something? I haven't talked. I, 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 listen, please don't put that out there. Because I, I, I mean, like. It had to be something. He was coming for you. He was mad about something. And I don't know what. I, I honestly don't know what. I can tell you that by the time it was over, my heart was literally up here. And I'm, I'm trying to, to be the consummate professional and keep going. I was really glad that there was like a, a video package or something after because I needed a moment. It, it shook me up legit. And, um, you know, I, I just figured here, take the mic because clearly you're coming over here to say something and I don't need to be in the way. But I guess he wanted to say it while he grabbed me and so he wanted you to relay what his message was and clearly buddy. which was basically him coming for everybody him coming to start at the top he's he wants cyrus he wants everybody and he's going to destroy everybody uh and, and he was starting with me apparently it, apparently and of course we'll get to what happened later in the night but uh, that was just kind of a precursor to what what was to come but uh that was an intense moment man and that was something really? that we just nobody was anticipating nope. you had some uh, uh supporters on uh, facebook gb that were giving me a hard time about that picture and they were saying what were you shopping on amazon and i said what i found a good deal i was in the middle and then they said well hopefully somebody said i hope you were shopping for a neck brace and a, and a sling for gb and i was right. like no, it's underwear oh yeah new underwear i mean like <laughs> But in the way it, it just, I, yeah, it was. We don't mean to laugh, blowing. GB. Sorry. Nah, don't mean to laugh. You know, no, I'm glad you're safe. But I mean, I was worried. I saw him grab you and I was, I was scared for you. But he's a very I, intense. I man. prayed before the show. Well, thank I didn't you. Pray for you. I was praying yeah. for, um, for Gunner, but well, he <laughs> needed it next. too, apparently. <laughs> well, speaking, that's a great transition there, uh, Diana, because speaking of Gunner. That was the video package that was playing that gave you a, a moment to uh, catch your breath, GB, because that was our next matchup. Uh, the, the match that I feel like so many people were anticipating after months and months and months of mind games and, and teases and all this stuff between Gunner and Tank and, of course, uh, the Reverend. And we finally were going to get this match, this one-on-one -on -one match, Gunner versus Tank. In a regular professional wrestling match, no death match, no, it wasn't a disqualification, no, it was not a no DQ match. It was just a regular straight up professional wrestling match. So Gunner's music hits, no Gunner. Mm -hmm. We think, I thought maybe our audio folks, you know, we had people out of town and maybe somebody behind the audio booth hit the wrong song first. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Then Tank's music hits, Tank and uh, the Reverend come out. We're still waiting and, and Gunner's nowhere to be seen. And so it was like Reverend and uh, Tank were getting the ref to just start it. They were going to start the 10 count, count them out, and award the victory to, uh, to Tank. And then we see Gunner come out, and he's all ripped to shreds, his T-shirt. He's bleeding. You know, it's like somebody hit – it's like he was in a car crash or something. Like, I don't know what happened to him backstage, but clearly something happened to him backstage. And I would think it had something to do with Tank. Although uh, they would, they, I think Reverend said something like, oh, he ran into a door or something like that. Like, hmm. I, I don't know about that. But anyways, it just seemed to be easy pickings for Tank at that point. And, of course, Tank came away with the win there. But I feel like we all kind of got gypped. We've been anticipating this match for so long. And then I don't know what happened backstage. What, what would you guys take on this whole thing? 
nothing, when they said it was going to be a regular wrestling match, nothing in my soul was settled on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, it just didn't feel like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, you, you, you just kind of know something's not right there and wasn't wrong. I mean, whatever may have happened with them in the back. I mean, I'm sure they had something to do with it, but I mean, it was pretty much what I expected. Something went down. I, I didn't expect for Gunner to be, you know, helpless, basically, as he fell off the stage and slid into the floor, you know, barely able to get into the ring. But, I mean, pretty much what I expected. It, it was ugly. It, it, it was it was ugly and bloody. And, and that's what they wanted. So I'm glad I prayed. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm coming to finally come to grips with this idea that, you know, Tank and the Reverend Dan are full of mind games. Mm-hmm. And they're always yeah. going to pull something. You know, we can go back to uh, when, when they can somehow convince Nathan Mowry to dress up like the Reverend Dan in a way to say, we're going to promise you a match. And then they give them a match and oh, they find out it's a death match. Like there's always a game that they're playing. And so we kind of had to know that if they said there was going to be a regular wrestling match, that something was going to be up. We just yeah. didn't know what. And, uh, and so, you know, we can't say that he attacked because we didn't see it, but I don't know any doors that one hits that rips your shirt and makes you bloody at the same time. You know, so maybe it's a door with a jagged edge. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But clearly, they they uh, weren't surprised at what happened. They took full advantage of it. And then that wasn't enough. After the match, they pull out that god-awful sickle, you yeah. know, and they rip him open. And I'm just like, why? So uh, to me, this can't be the end. Like, if it's the end, holy cow, you know, I, I don't know. But Gunner has to get some degree of revenge if he's even in a state to do that. Because, you know, if, it, if it's not bad enough that he probably has PTSD from nearly being suffocated in the middle of the ring, now he gets mysteriously beat up. Maybe this is a situation where you just go, you know what? I'm going to let this thing ride with Tank and, and live the fight another day. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to make of it, man. I just, um, like you said, I, I hope that's not the last of it. But if I were Gunner, I would kind of, like you said, I just, I, maybe just, you know what? Let me just move on to somebody else here because. Yeah, like. Or, or take, a, take a month off. Take a couple of months off. Like, I don't know. Just, I don't know what to what It's to very, to me, very um, NWA-ish, Kevin Sullivan, mm-hmm. you know, with the Jimmy Garvin and Precious type thing without the Precious mm-hmm. part. How how do you come about when you when it's like the the whole freaking devil man? I mean, how do you combat that mm-hmm. yep. with a normal way of living, a normal way of of fighting? I mean, you have to step out of your comfort zone and get dark and ugly. I think. And maybe that's what Connor's going to have to do. Maybe he's going to have to get dark. That's a great point. Great point. Great point. I don't know. Well, time will tell. And uh, 
hopefully we'll find out sooner rather than later. But uh, GB, before we move on to the next one real quick, uh, you brought up Nathan Mowry, and I just want to do a quick shout-out and a quick plug here. Um, Mm -hmm. If you follow the SHW fan page, which if you're not on there, you should be. um, Right. Right now, join the fan page. But uh, he posted on there uh, a link to a YouTube video of a match, a death match that he had in, uh, where was it? It was in... um, you know Tim, what? Y'all were Timbers, there. Timbersville. Timberville. Timberville. Timberville so anyways, like yes, but it was in the middle of nowhere. And yes. uh, GB and I called the match. And mm-hmm. it is <laughs> one of the we, – we talk about seeing some crazy stuff at SHW. Like when we had the bunkhouse brawl, when we had the t- Tank and Nathan had their death match at SHW. You know, we've seen some crazy stuff. Now, this match that Nathan had against this guy, J.J. Escobar, was – the one of the wildest things I think I've ever seen ever in wrestling ever. or anything, any space. Ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you want to be entertained for about 15 minutes, just listen to GB and I try to call that craziness and uh, yeah. <laughs> watch Nathan. Uh, Give me a highlight. Was there one part where they jumped off the roof into a pile of light tubes? Something mm-hmm. like that, that. What happened? I don't even know what you call this contraption, but they had tables set up and they had these racks full of like, uh, 20 light tubes tubes mm-hmm. over the tables and i don't even know who comes up with this nonsense but it was wild it was crazy uh i'm not gonna lie it was kind of fun to call it but uh it was also it was Nathan, yeah. Nathan something Nathan that i'm not something that i'm not totally like you know and, and y'all know this and i think the listeners know this death matches are not necessarily my cup of tea right however maybe once every blue moon and this was mm-hmm. the one time in a blue moon that i, that I was like wow i've had quite a bit lately though so I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on Facebook. Uh, check out Nathan's post, and it's on Nathan Mowry's YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, you'll hear uh, yours truly and GB calling the action for that wild match that it was. But anyways, back That's to SH, back to SHW thirty eight, and moving on down the line. But um, <coughs> we had a match with uh, the Black Cloud, Joe Black, and you know I talked about uh, we've talked about in the past, especially over this last two years with the pandemic era with um last minute changes you know earlier we talked about carly bravo and that was kind of part of his story coming into shw is always being the fill-in guy the replacement Mm -hmm. and wanting to stand on his own and and be a full-time member of the roster which he now is um well this is one of those situations where joe black had a match against tim and at the last second found out uh, couldn't make it. And so we had a surprise. We weren't sure who he was going to face, who Joe was going to face. And it turns out to be Proc the Croc, you know, mm-hmm. one half of Southern Strong style, who we haven't seen in a while. Um, but he made his way back to SHW in singles action. And we also kind of thought, who's crazy enough? Who in their right mind would show up at the last minute to face somebody like Joe Black? And I got to tell you, I got nothing but mad respect for Proc the Croc for stepping in there, having a chop fest going toe-to-toe, and just laying it all out there with Joe Black, which, I mean, you know, Joe ended up, you know, coming out on top. But, I, you know, Proc did not make it easy for Joe at all. No. And this Proc is somebody – not a small guy. Well, this is somebody – and there's some backstory there that I wasn't super familiar <clears> with <throat> about, you know, Joe was even calling him his young boy, you know, the guy that carries yeah. his bags. As If you're yeah. familiar with New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling um, – yeah. These are the guys that, you know, are you like your little assistants that you make mm-hmm. them your gopher, go for this, go for that. And uh, that's what basically Joe was looking at Proc that way. And I think Proc was like, you know, had enough, you know, so going to stand on his own and be a man and step up toe to toe with Joe Black. And 
what a match it was. I mean, there were some, there were some heavy fists, heavy hands being thrown in that matchup. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Proc may have wrestled a crocodile or two. <laughs> I'm, I mean, he's from the swamps. Okay. I mean, that's his thing. I've seen his promos where he's standing in the middle of the swamp and, and the water and everything. It's wild. I've interviewed him in the middle of the swamp before. And that was crazy. Um, I'll have to show you guys that one day. Yeah, I want were to you, see that. Were you, were you constantly, like, doing this? Like, like Well, I mean, yeah, I was I was not dressed for the occasion. But, right. yeah, it, it is what it is. But it, it was an experience. He's a good guy. But, you know, I call Joe Black. I call him the Rev, the Reverend. I mean, it's like, I don't even know how I would explain this. But it's like he's teaching and preaching and bringing the gospel every time he opens his mouth and every time he steps in that ring. So, I mean, anybody who had the goals enough to get in there with him voluntarily to take what he was laying down, I mean, mad props to crop, but I mean, the Rev, he had, he had a sermon to preach and he preached it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he preached it. He brought the glory down, if I must say. <laughs> real, real quick, GB, and I, I know you're gonna, you got a lot to say about this one, but real quick, earlier this week, I just ran across the, the video um, of the, the Hell Freezes Over show that we called, and it was Joe Black versus J.D. Drake at that show, and that was yeah. one, of, one of my favorite matches that we've got to witness in person and got to call, and that all that's kind of what this match reminded me of which is like two thick guys just just laying it all in not holding anything back and that's kind of what that reminded me of and that's why i shared that video earlier this week but uh, anyways go ahead gp what'd you think no you're totally right you know we have all of these nicknames for joe black uh the rev the promo king the black cloud our undertaker I mean, right. he is all of these things for all of the reasons we've mentioned. And he demonstrated all of them at one time at our last show, SHW 38. Yes. It's kind of crazy to have seen what he did. I mean, again, to think at some point he was now walking in with no opponent. And for whatever reason, the month of April is all about mystery opponents in the world of wrestling. Don't know why that is. But it, it's a thing. I thought it was going to be Cody. It wasn't Cody. Though. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I don't know if I would. I certainly wouldn't have stepped in there, nope. especially in the mood he was in off the heels of that massive title match he had the month before, you know, and all of the things that were going on. First of all, let me say this. The SHW faithful should know by now. Don't test Joe Black. Okay. Do not. He will verbally eviscerate you and then turn around and slap you if necessary. Yeah, if necessary, he will beat you down. He he will. And he can. Yeah. So it's like, you know, don't don't mess with. I I know people like to. It's funny to hurl. No, 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 no. There are certain people you hurl jokes at and, you know, it's kind of harmless. Don't come to this kind of a fight unarmed why would you poke the bear listen you you never do that why but they did that and to your point you know it was a an extremely hard-hitting match and you know you have to think man for proc the croc to say no i'm coming in and i'm gonna take this fight with little to no notice 
that says he had a point to prove. And strangely enough, in defeat, I think he proved his point. Yeah. yeah. I think he proved that he was able yeah. to stand up to Joe Black, you know, that he was able to give Joe Black a, a fight. But again, Joe, it was like, it was like he was in heaven. He was right. enjoying these chops. He, yeah. he, he had this smile on his face in the middle Thank of these battles. Yeah, absolutely. So shout out to Joe Black. I mean, he, he is just that guy. And uh, I don't know what the rest of 2022 holds for him, but this version of Joe Black could be the most dangerous we've ever seen because he's more confident than ever. He's more secure than ever. And at the same time, he has a bigger chip on his shoulder than ever. That is problematic for everybody involved. Yeah. And uh, a couple things, Diana, you mentioned about Proc, who's actually wrestled crocodiles. Mm. Honestly, in my opinion, I, I think I would rather wrestle a crocodile than Joe Black. That's just me. me. The agree. other thing I wanted to point out, and, and GB, you kind of touched on this, but like, you know, when he first came out, he was coming out to his old his old theme music. I'm talking about mm -hmm. Joe here. Came out to his old theme music. The fans are actually cheering him. Fans are behind him. He got on that mic and he shut the fans down real quick. He said, just because Quickly. I'm coming out to my old music, don't start cheering me. You know, it's like, right. in, in, to that point, at the end of the match, where you think, oh, Joe's turned a, turned a new leaf here. He's shaking the hand of Proctor Croc. Right. And then he gives him the low blow at the, after mm -hmm. the match is over. And I'm like, okay, so he's still leaning towards that dark side here. And, mm -hmm. and you're right. Where does the path take him down the rest of the year i don't know um obviously i'm not gonna be on that one let me tell you that right now gb stay out of that one yeah i've stay out I of don't me i've <laughs> never messed with joe black i love him he knows that i admire him yes but Please. he's made eye contact at that table more than once as and well. he has he looked, has and he you is, know what i think hmm. I, that might be because I've brought it up on this show and I've said that we try to avoid doing that. And I think because he knows that we're trying not to, he tries to make it a point to kind of make us look at him, even mm -hmm. though we're trying to avoid it. But uh, anyways, oh, Joe Black, I tell you, I, it, here's the thing. We said we're not sure where, where the path's going to lead him the rest of the year. I would think SHW title is where he's got a sight set. I mean, he it's still the Absolutely. title that he never lost, you know? Sure. So, um, sure. Uh, if you remember a couple of years ago, having to relinquish the title due, due to injury. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we shall see. Time will tell. But, uh, man, what a match that was. And, um, you know, like you said, even in defeat, Proc, you know, making a name for himself. I mean, mm -hmm. what, a, what a match. What a match. Yeah, but He's not going to be forgotten for sure. He'll be back. So I after really that, him. yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've, anytime we have guys that, like, make singles debuts, and they, and you know, most of the time they do absolutely impress us. And, and we're always like, Oh, I hope they come back. I hope they come back. So again, we're not in charge, but this is, we're speaking from a fan's perspective sure. uh, because at, at heart, we're all fans, you know? And so absolutely. Uh, I definitely would like to see him come back, but uh, moving down the list, we had this, um, the, here's where things got a little more interesting. Uh, and of course, at the end of the night, it got very interesting, but we'll get there. But this was supposed to be a tag team matchup between all-Star Special, Huckabee Hansen, against, <coughs> against Matt and Joey Lynch. That was what was on the card. That was what was promoted, okay? Also, just a side note, keep in mind, Chip Day was out due to an ankle, ankle injury. Mm -hmm. Kyle Matthews was still not cleared to wrestle because of the concerto he was given, uh, was it two shows, maybe a couple shows ago, by Matt and Joey Lynch. Mm -hmm. So he, was, he had not been cleared. So Tech X, our tag team champions, were not on the card. Okay. 
So Huckabee and Hanson come out of the ring. We find out that apparently Matt and Joey couldn't make it. And, and Chip gets on the mic. Chip came down to the ring, and he lets everybody know on the microphone that they didn't think the fans deserved to see them wrestle. I don't they didn't really, want to wrestle for a free crowd. That's, yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. So I don't – again, we're hearing – some you were hearing through chip what they said and i don't know officially if that's what they said i they didn't say it they didn't make it public they didn't post any videos or anything like that so i really don't know because when we're calling the action we're just calling what we're seeing we're not being told stuff going on and behind the scenes typically so i i really don't know what went down what i do know is what was supposed to be matt and joey lynch versus all star, star special somehow some way turned into a tag team championship match where Chip and Kyle, both coming off injuries, Chip still currently injured, mm-hmm. actually, uh, putting their titles on the line against Huckabee and Hanson, all-star special. Mm-hmm. Which, right away, I thought, well, this is just a bad idea, guys. I realize you want to be fighting champions, and I respect mm-hmm. that. However, you got to know when to draw the line and say, you know what, I can't give you 100%. Let's have this match when we're healed up, and we can mm-hmm. both be at 100% because mm-hmm. we all want to see that match and maybe we still will at some point however yeah. if we do see it it won't be where tech x is the champions because they no longer have the titles this was this was crazy and this was mm-hmm. a little baffling a little confusing what was y'all's take on what went down in the tag team division at shw 38 the emotion the emotion of it all and yeah here i go here i go <laughs> it was it was very um to see uh, to see chip give his all even though he was injured and then whatever happened and he he just couldn't go on and to see his you know will to continue even though he could barely stand was um I was taken back. He didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave that ring. Yeah. And the way the way he had to be carted out and then, you know, Gary wanted to call it, you know, he's like, No, you can't you can't wrestle. Let's just call it. Let's do this another time. And then Kyle determined to defend those championships even alone because his partner was was hurt and and um he he gave also a special a fight. He really did, even though he was still injured, but still, I don't want to, I don't want to make this out to be like, it was just a, a just a, a flop of a, of a, a match and, and also our special just won because they were all injured because I mean, I, yeah, they would probably wanted this, this match to be different. You know, they wanted them a hundred percent, but Chip and Kyle both agreed to do this match and you don't, put your titles on the line unless you're sure about it. So, I mean, kudos to the heart of both those guys and the ability of both those guys when they are hundred percent, but they, they agreed to put their titles on the line and all-star special came out on top and are the new tag team champions. I mean, I couldn't be prouder of those guys, especially after the interview we had with Hanson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, it, it's so crazy how the world turns, as the world turns. Great old right. school soap, right? Um, it's, <laughs> it's really crazy how this happens because we had Hanson on the week before the show. And at that point, nobody had any idea that that was going to end up being a tag title match. As you were yeah. talking, the one thing I thought, I've been trying to understand why, first of all, why in the world were the tag team champions even in the building? They were not scheduled. So I, I was trying to understand that. Then I was trying to understand why would they insist on defending these tag titles? And I think I figured it out. So the inaugural SHW tag champions are Matt and Joey Lynch. Right. Matt and Joey Lynch, if you remember, when we get to like January 2021, <clears throat> they missed like two or three consecutive shows and yet they were still champs and there were supposed to be tag title defenses. And it right. finally got to where Gary says, hey, listen, if you guys don't show up for the next show, we're going to strip you of the titles. So they literally went like three or four months holding the titles, not defending them because they didn't show up. And so in my mind, I'm thinking perhaps Tech X remembered that and said, don't be like the Lynch brothers. So right. we'll defend our titles. And ironically, who doesn't show up? The Lynch brothers. So they go, we're going to go ahead and represent the tag team title defense and division. And we will defend our titles, even though we're injured, which is extremely honorable. And at the same time, there are parts of me that are like, you've already proven that you are head and shoulders ahead of the Lynches, simply because you've shown up, you've defended your titles, you've been fighting champions, no one can argue that point. You've defended this title more than any other tag team who's ever held the title in SHW. But they were adamant. And so this is where it becomes challenging because this is that whole pride thing that you don't have to wear in a situation like this. And so part of why I can't take anything away from our new tag team champions, all-star special is because they didn't set this whole situation up right. and they tried to talk Kyle Matthews out of continuing this match. Even tried to I, give the titles back to they Kyle. They tried to give them back. And so Kyle to redo was, it. exactly. Kyle was adamant. So, you know, all-star special stand up guys, who uh, many of us have wanted to see them get a fair shake for the tag team titles. And it might not have happened in the way that some would have wanted, but it wasn't their fault. Right. It wasn't their fault that the Lynches didn't show. It wasn't their fault that the tag champs decided to defend. And it wasn't their fault that they were injured. So right. you kind of have to take advantage of opportunities when they present themselves. Well, when it's was like the next, this. You know? When you're in a battle... Mm -hmm. Your opponent on the battlefield is not going to check and make sure that, oh, you're 100% okay. You don't have a bum leg. Oh, your sword's broken. Oh, right. wait, you don't have horses. You know, whatever right. the case may be, right. you're the champion. It's your duty and your, 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 um, what is it? You have to defend your championship regardless of your state, mm -hmm. regardless of your, your ability. You, that's, if you can't, then you lose your kingdom. Am I right? I mean, you lose on the battlefield. It's the same thing. I mean, yeah, they could have said, okay, now we're going to bet. We're going to have this out next month or whatever. But a battle is a battle. And, and everybody wants you. They want your position when you have those championships. And that's, it's just what happened. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. you know, I love tech ads. You know, Absolutely. I love those we guys. all do. They're great. And I yeah. love all star special. And I was really emotional through that whole thing. And I was trying not to cry. It was, it was, mm-hmm. it was thick. It was thick, yeah. but that's, that's just how it goes. And on the battlefield, you know? So, yeah. well, the thing is, you know, and, and, you guys already touched on this, but you know, we're definitely proud of Huck and Hanson. They, mm-hmm. they definitely deserve the tag yes. team titles. I know knowing them like we do, I know that that's not necessarily probably how they wanted to do it, but no. it's like you said, that's the circumstances. That's the cards they were dealt. It is what it is. They even tried they to give the titles. It. They've tried to give the belts back to Kyle. Kyle insisted, right. no, gave them the belts. And mm-hmm. so they are officially the new tag team champions. Mm-hmm. And I just can't wait for once chip heals up, to get a yeah, 100% healthy oh, yeah. on both sides yeah. and have Tech X in a match against All-Star Special. Because I know All-Star Special are the kind of guys that are going to want to give them that rematch. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, and so I, I can't wait to see that down the road. Now, we know it won't be at our next show because Chip is still healing up. Uh, mm-hmm. And, of course, we'll touch on this here in a minute. But we also saw that Kyle will be in action uh, at the next show in, in singles action. So uh, right. giving Chip some more time to, to heal up, hopefully. But uh, anyways, new champions. Uh, all-star special Hanson and Huck your tag team champs so it's a new tag team champion era mm-hmm. right <laughs> the all-star mm-hmm. special era Look, they busted their tails to get to where they are now they deserve it they totally did yeah. they absolutely. deserve it absolutely so we're excited for them and of course that brings us to our main event match our SHW championship match where our uh, champ Owen Knight the working team captain had probably his biggest task to date, both figuratively and literally, in uh, Cyrus the Destroyer. And um, I will tell you, he was really holding his own there uh, for most of this match, and it was a really, really good match. Yeah. Until a certain somebody showed up, somebody that GB had an encounter with earlier in the night, that being um, the Priest of Punishment, Judas, who decided to get involved in the match and all hell broke loose. But the way it ended up, uh, Owen Knight landed. Was it a power bomb? Somehow or another, he landed in a pin, a pinning mm-hmm. predicament, and counted down. Uh, Cyrus got counted out, or you know, got pinned one, two, three. He had also prior to that been busted open with a steel chair, and this yeah. is one of the most the scariest visuals I've ever seen. And big shout out to Corey Tatum from Wrestling Snapshots, our, our buddy, who gets some of the best ringside photos you're ever going to see in the business. But he has this photo of Cyrus with this enraged look on his face and the blood just streaming down his face. And it's just now if you can picture that face storming towards our table <laughs> and right at us and GB calling on the Lord. And, uh, and we were all just like, please don't come come any closer. And he just stepped, I mean, anyways, he ended up walking over to Diana's table and Diana and Zach had already fled. Look, and with his know. bare hands, bare hands, bam, broke yeah. that thing right in half, and mm-hmm. it was just a wild night. I know I'm all over the place trying to describe the main event, but it was so chaotic, and we were so yeah. fearing for our lives at one point that mm-hmm. uh, it was it was all kind of a crazy blur. But yeah, uh, you got it. Was a lot that went on. There was a lot that went on, and mm-hmm. Owen really, really fought for his life, and and still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. SHW champion but you're right I mean um, 
we know that when David fought Cyrus, it was it was a battle, and and it it, it was a good match. I mean, David mm -hmm. held his own, and um, Owen did the same thing. I mean, he's he was our, he's our champion. He, he's a champion for a reason, and he fought like a champion against, like you said, the biggest guy <laughs> to date. And um, it was scary. Yeah. I mean, I was behind you guys when Cyrus came at you, and I'm thinking, why is he even coming here? Go, go, you know, break something else or something. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, that was not that was not fun. But um, all in all, I mean, and still, and still. <sighs> yeah, he's he's yeah. still our champion. He is still our champion, and he has fought insanely yes. hard to do that. He is uh creeping up on 200 days as Ooh, our SHW. Really? Champion. Has it been that long? Today is day 196 of his championship mm. reign. And, um, you know, he is doing something that nobody else has done. He is defending the title more uh, at a faster rate than any other yeah. SHW champion in history. And the list of competitors he has <laughs> defeated has been absolutely incredible. We had no idea how in the world he was going to get past Judas. Um, and he put up an amazing fight, as did Judas, not Judas, I'm sorry, Cyrus. Yeah. Judas is on my brain because, well, Judas <laughs> ended up showing up and you see he's still in my head. Um, Judas coming, yeah, listen, <laughs> Judas in my mind. Thank you, Chris Jericho. Um, you know, it is, it, is, it is just incredible. We thought coming into this night that there was no way that Judas and Cyrus would finally be in the same building and not touch somehow. It just seemed inevitable. We didn't know when, we didn't know how. But Judas clearly made it a, a point to tell everybody, I'm coming for you guys. And so I didn't know if it was going to be in the main event, if it was gonna be down the road, but he figured no time like the present and he picked his spot and I think I thought he was only going to go after Cyrus because he was jealous that Cyrus ended up being the number one contender, which he thought he would be. But he went after everybody. Yeah. He went after Cyrus. He went after Owen. Like, it was just a brutal time. And, um, and so, yeah, you know, what scares me is what's going to happen next, which we'll talk about. So I'm like, wow. So Judas has found a way to make his point known. And uh, I think he's gonna get ultimately what he wants, which I'm not standing in his way. No, 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 no. Uh, absolutely Mike, not. Mike, sir. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so that's how we kind of went off the air at our last show was uh, Cyrus enraged, uh, throwing furniture, breaking tables, and, 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 and understandably so. I get why he's upset because uh, Judas came in there and blew his opportunity at, at the, you know, one of the most important titles in, in well, definitely in the Indies, you know, the mm -hmm. SHW Championship. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, but that leads us to uh, what's coming up May 6th at SHW 39. Management announced early on that Cyrus will get another shot at the SHW championship. However, this time it'll be in a triple threat match with Judas. Judas, Cyrus, and our champion Owen Knight. 
And I just, I mean, I feel bad for Owen in this case. Now, here's the thing that might play into his advantage, maybe. And I'm just spitballing here. Mm -hmm. The fact that Judas and Cyrus have like a personal beef, Mm -hmm. maybe they just take each other out and wear each other down. And that will play into the advantage for Owen Knight, perhaps. I don't know. He doesn't have to pin any of them. He can actually step out of the ring and walk away from that match, letting them fight themselves, take the count out, and still be champion. Well, now, typically, though, typically in triple threat matches, it's no DQ, no count out. Correct. So, really? so mm-hmm. I, I don't know. change it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else changes it. We're going to have new, new we rules. Know, we know people. We know people. They change the strap match rules on us. So, you know. Avatar. There should be a whole documentary behind the story of the infamous strap match because nobody out there (laughs) really knows what happened. We know. Good Lord. Anyways, I didn't mean to bring up a certain subject, but yeah. (laughs) Let me be careful before we get in trouble about that. Jeez, the world. Anyways, but I don't want to, we don't want to go too in depth on these matches that have been announced. I just want to mention them because next week we will get into a whole. Yeah, we'll Mm -hmm. preview next week. Because, uh, but so far this week, we heard about championship match. It's going to be Cyrus, Owen Knight, Judas. Wow. We heard about, ooh, this was a good one. <coughs> Carly Bravo, who we talked plenty about earlier, taking on the savior, David Ali. We know, there's, her- a, we know there's a history there with those guys Long from other history. promotions. So, um, will this be a chance for uh, Bravo to get out of the shadow of Ali finally? We'll, we'll find out. Um, we, got, uh, we have a women's match. Two women that uh, actually one that is returning after a very long absence and one making her SHW debut, Shaza McKenzie debuting at May 6th at SHW, taking on Kenzie Page. Kenzie Page and GB, uh, you were at this show. I was calling it solo that night. This was one month before you joined me in the commentary booth. Mm-hmm. So that would have made it November of 19. Correct. And it was Kenzie Page versus Danny Jordan in mm-hmm. one of – I think one of Danny's best matches. Well, mm-hmm. Kenzie as well, but Danny, Danny, I've seen a lot more matches of. That was the first time yeah. I'd seen Kenzie Page, and uh, they put on a great match. So Kenzie Page will be facing Shaza McKenzie, and mm-hmm. uh, I can't wait to see that. Shaza's been all over uh, a lot on AEW and just all over the indie scene, all over the country, all over the world. She's from Kenzie, Australia. Kenzie's been on Dark at least, hasn't she? And, and Kenzie Page has been on Dark a bunch of times. Dark. She's been, she's in, been NWA. on the NWA. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, um, she's uh, a great talent. Two great talents right there that are going to be in action. And another match uh, that I'm excited for is going to be Joe Black, who we talked about earlier, against. One half of the former tag team champions, Kyle Matthews, which has all the makings of a great, great match. And that's a match, one of those things that I've never really thought about that matchup mm-hmm. before. And now that I see it, now that I know it's on the card, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I got to see this match. You know, Absolutely. you've got somebody who the Technical Wrestler Award was named after against right. somebody who has won the Technical Wrestler Award a time or two. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a great, great match. Joe yeah. Black. Kyle Matthews. So that's just the four that we heard about this week. I know uh, in the coming week, there's going to be a few more announced and uh, to round out the full card for SHW 39. And we will uh, preview that next weekend or next Friday. And right. Cause then we have one week, let's see. And then May 6th, yeah, right? Next Friday. Yep. That's right. See, next Friday. Got, and then after that, it's May 6th. Yep. Whenever we do the second Friday, which we've done a, co- a couple times throughout the last few years, it always throws yeah. me off because yeah. it's like, we didn't have three or four weeks. We only had, we had one less week in between. Right. Anyways, right. it's a whole thing. 
That's I'll why it feels so long because it, yeah, we yeah. did the second Friday and then we skipped last weekend with right. the show. Our time is just all thrown off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey, you know what? Yeah. We're going to get back together next Friday and we're going to re our preview SHW 39. It's May 6th and we can't wait to see you there, but we also can't wait to see you back here on this show as we preview the next show. So until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling.